Hello, 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 my beautiful queens. Welcome back to Big Queen Energy. She's back in action. She took a second to gather her energy up again so that she only brings you her best. And uh, about right now, I'm probably going to stop talking about myself in third person. That's that's enough of that little fun game. Um, I am excited for today. We are going to talk all about a couple of tools that I use to release myself, to break free from resistance, right? Because everybody experiences it at different times in our lives and our ability to recognize one, recognize when it's occurring and two, find the the path of least resistance through it determines our success, right? The progress that we're going to make towards our goals. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this today. It's been coming up a lot in sessions with students of mine and in our mastermind. And so I wanted to share some things that have been on my mind so that they can help you too. So the topic of resistance in general is a little sticky, is a little tricky. Um, Some people might have resistance to this idea that I'm going to share, but resistance is created by us for ourselves in our own mind. Okay. It's usually a product of our ego and its goal is to keep us safe. And by keeping us safe, it keeps us in homeostasis, operating as the person that we've been operating as. But oftentimes that creates more resistance, right? Not moving forward, not taking the actions of your future self, of the person that you've had this vision of that you really want to be. So sometimes our inaction causes resistance. Sometimes taking action or thinking about taking action causes resistance, right? You might have resistance to popping up at your first alarm. So you hit snooze. You might have resistance to working out. So instead of just getting out there at the time you said you were going to do it, you kind of find 10 other things to do, clean the kitchen, help your kids. Um, I don't know, do your hair. I don't think you probably do that before the gym, but I don't know. I have seen girls in Miami in the gym with a full face makeup on. So like I said, anything is possible. Um, but the point is that sometimes most of the time, all the time, resistance is really occurring in our mind. So it's finding the ways in which resistance is showing up for us, how it's manifesting in our experience. So one thing that I've noticed about myself, and I'm sure that you guys will notice this too, it goes back to the example of finding 20 things to do instead of working out. And maybe you'll get to the point where You'll break through it a little quicker. You'll realize that your ego is distracting you by cleaning the kitchen and you'll just get outside and go on that run. And even if you only have 10 minutes instead of the 30 that you had originally, 10 is better than zero. And every time we break through, we make a little progress on that resistance. We create a positive feedback loop and it makes it easier the next time to get a little better and a little better. So it's really important that when there is resistance, you start somewhere. You find, like I said, that path where you can just chip off a little of it. Maybe you don't feel like working out that day, so you just go on a walk. Okay, that's fine. That is still getting your body in motion. That is still a positive experience for you. You're out in nature. You are, you know, getting the juices flowing in your blood and your brain and 
walking is still great for your neuroplasticity, right? So for generating new brain cells and new neurons. But I digress, right? Obviously, I always go back to the things I love to talk about, which is reprogramming your brain to manifest, right? That's what big queen energy is all about. So another example of resistance. Resistance often occurs when we have to do something we don't want to do, right? That is the workout example, but I want to give an example that just happened to me last weekend. But one thing I want to say about this is that it's important to start recognizing if you have resistance because it's the ego trying to keep you safe, keep you in homeostasis, or if you have resistance because the actual thing that you're supposed to do is out of alignment with you. It's out of alignment with your vision of the woman that you're becoming or the life that you're creating. Because if you have that type of resistance, then that's different feedback. That's different information. And I wouldn't recommend that you just push through like how I would recommend that you just push through when it comes to working out so that you can feel better and think better and live a better life, right? Be healthier, health as well. But if you're having resistance like I was to doing something last weekend, that's a different story. It's really stepping back and asking yourself, do I want to do this? Why do I have resistance to doing this? Should I move forward, right? What are the consequences of not doing this? And then choosing a path. But there is a Buddhist principle that says, want what you have. So once you make a choice about how to move forward, you can decide to want to do it. So I'm going to make this real tangible for you guys and give give you an example from my life. Just last weekend, I drove to a wedding of, of a family member of a family member, right? So like my sister's husband's sister, I love them. They're little sisters too, um, in Naples. And I'm 36, I'm unmarried, right? So going to a wedding with my mom, single and with my mom, I don't know if it's worse to be single or with my mom. I love my mom. I'm just messing with you guys. But point being, it's not like super high on my list of things that I want to do on a holiday weekend. Um, But once again, I went through that process of, well, why am I having resistance to this? Is it justified? Can I choose to mold my thoughts and therefore shift my energy in a different direction? Or would I rather just opt out? So I'm a family person. Family is high on my list of values. So I can't opt out of a wedding where it's a bunch of family involved. And I told my mom that I would sleep with her, get a hotel with her, be her date, and go to the beach with her. I rented a car, so I took her around on a little tour. We had some fun. Um, So there were parts of it that I was looking forward to. So I recognize that it's just being single and going to another wedding alone because I've gone to a lot of weddings single lately, especially um, that I was having resistance to. And so once I identified the resistant thought, I had a choice. You could either not go, which was not an option for me, but for you, there might be something that there is an option where you can say, hey, I don't want to go to that party or I don't want to go to that wedding in a different country or state where I don't really know the people that well and I don't, I didn't get a plus one or something, right? So you do have choices. Everything in life is about choices. Um, So for me, in that moment, I chose 
to acknowledge how I was feeling and say, it's okay. This is also not a true story. You haven't been single at every wedding you've ever gone to and you won't be forever. So this is temporary. And I'm going to choose to have fun tonight. That's it. We can choose to have fun. We can choose to show up and create the energy that we want to live in. Weddings are normally pretty fun anyway, right? I mean, some people hate them. I think once again, it's all about your perspective and the story that you're telling yourself. But I chose to tell myself I'm going to have a good time tonight. And then I just went in there and looked for opportunities to have fun. So what does that mean for me? Could be something different for you, but I'll tell you just to entertain you. I uh, usually have fun by saying the most ridiculous things I can to strangers. Usually that gets a better reaction than to people who know me because they just know that I like to be ridiculous when I'm in that mood. Um, and my sister and I were getting hit on by two very nice older gentlemen, some uh, silver fox, gray haired types. And I remember uh, we got on the topic of kids. Did we have anybody? Were we, were we married? Whatever. And And I said that I was so, so, so excited. I couldn't wait to have kids because I can't wait to fuck them up worse than my parents did to me. (laughs) And that got quite the reaction. They they were good sorts. They thought it was hilarious. Um, And I made some other jokes that that were not as well received, but I had fun. I was entertained. People around me laughed and were entertained. And for the most part, most people that you're making a joke to are going to get that you're kidding. It might take them a couple seconds and then they're going to laugh, but maybe that's not how you have fun. Uh, for me, it just started the night on a higher vibration and then I attracted interesting people to talk to. And there was a very cute 30 something Italian dude named Frank that, uh, just kind of cornered me near the dance floor for about an hour while I stared at all the gluten on the beautiful dessert tray that I cannot eat, but at least I had his face to distract me. So once again, I woke up the next day and I was like, wow, that was actually really fun. And when you wake up the next morning and you, let's say the night before you were dreading something like going to a wedding or a date or a Thanksgiving with your family or whatever it is that you know when you are guiding your thoughts in the wrong direction and entering something and you usually get what you're thinking about, right? That's what I mean when I say that our thoughts create our reality. So when you wake up the next day or after that meeting, right, when you chose to, instead of being nervous, saying, I'm awesome at this, I've got this, I'm prepared for this, I can do this, right? Just that simple shift. It could take five seconds, but that molds your energy and it shifts the outcome of the experience. And in the morning when I woke up after this wedding, I was just proud of myself and had a good night and was reminded of how the power of our intention is everything, how it can really cause us to have a completely different experience. And then when you're in that experience on a higher vibration, you attract better things, right? Like cute, young, 30-something-year-olds named Frank to talk to. So... That is my main example for this episode. Resistance is such an interesting topic and there are times where we experience more of it or less of it in our lives. And there's so much more that I could say on this. Um, One thing that I wanted to also flag for your consideration is that another form of resistance comes from impure intentions, okay? So when you are doing something for the wrong reason, you're probably going to feel a lot of resistance to doing it. Maybe you're focusing on 
the outcome over just enjoying the journey of it. Maybe you are not in alignment with the end goal. So the doing of it is creating a lot of resistance. When you explore this topic in your mind, you're going to learn so much about yourself. So really, I invite you to use my examples. And the next time that you feel resistance, simply check in with yourself. Ask why. Ask, is this opportunity, person, experience in alignment with me? What are my true intentions in this situation? What do I really want? And then speak to yourself lovingly, right? Give yourself permission if that means that you do want to cancel that travel wedding that's, I don't know, in Europe or wherever and you don't have a guest and you don't want to go alone because you're dating somebody and it just feels like too much. Give yourself permission to switch gears, right? It's important to live in integrity and to be a woman of our word, to do the things that we say that we're going to do. But it's also important to check in with yourself from time to time and to know when you've been moving in a direction that feels like it's getting a little off course so that you can switch it up and get back into alignment. And when we get used to just checking in regularly, that's when we keep that good energy, that juicy stuff flowing on a more regular basis. So I always love to use the example of dating when talking about resistance, because this is something that I have noticed many times over with students and friends and just kind of like everybody. But when you set your intention before using the apps, right? A lot of people have so much resistance to dating apps. They hate using apps. Apps suck. Nobody gets married on apps. Apps are only for hooking up. I don't know. It's definitely not true. It's just the story that you're telling yourself and then your brain will find ways to seek that story in real life so that it reaffirms itself and it's a self-perpetuating cycle. So when you set your intention before using the apps or going on a date to make a friend or to have fun like I did at the wedding, you always do. It's like if your intention is set on find my husband immediately, have a child next week, have a child tomorrow, right? All of this we know is like actually biologically impossible. You are just creating pressure and resistance in your own brain. So check in with yourself next time before you go on the date, before you do the workout and ask yourself, what is it you really want? Is it just a different type of workout? Maybe you don't like Pilates anymore. Maybe you don't vibe with that yoga instructor, whatever it is. Check in with yourself because there's probably something that can just be tweaked and you can have a smoother experience. See, Mel Robbins talks a lot about this and there was a YouTube that she did, like, I don't know, I found it maybe a year ago and it really stuck out to me because all she says, she has a very um, get over yourself kind of attitude, which I like. Sometimes I need to hear it too. And she was just like, get over yourself and do it anyway. Whatever that thing is, do the thing anyway, right? It's a little different than my message because I'm saying, check in with yourself and try to understand why is it that you don't want to do the thing? Maybe there's reason and logic that is valid and, and is in alignment with your higher self there. So honor that if that's the case. But what she's really saying, do it anyway, like that's 
if when it comes to a work task, when it comes to your workout, right? Like do it anyway. Count down from five or put on your favorite song or go sit in the comfy chair, right? Do whatever the fuck you need to just do it anyway. Because the reason that that is so important is we always feel better after we do it. This creates a positive feedback loop in our brain, helping us break free of this pattern of resistance in the future. And that's probably enough reason, right? To just do it anyway. The fact that it's going to get easier every time you do it. So going to leave you on that note, on a high note, I'm going to give you a mantra for this week. It's very simple. Got a little allergies going on over here. So it's, I give up control. I focus on the power of non-resistant thought. I give up control and I focus on the power of non-resistant thought. I give up control and I focus on the power of non-resistant thought. Can you feel the energy flowing to you? Sometimes it helps if we just say it a few times to ourselves. I have so much more on this topic of resistance. Um, I'll probably do an episode on this. I had mold poisoning twice, not once, but twice. Ah, wild. Um, So it's something that I've explored very thoroughly to help get my brain and my body back on track in my own life. And if this is a topic that really resonates with you and you want to learn more about it, send me a DM, send me an email, reach out, let me know what questions you have. You know where to find me. It's just at Nicole Rose Stillings, N-I-C-O-L-E-R-O-S-E-S-T-I-L-L-I-N-G-S. And if it's helpful to you, then I will certainly talk about this again. All right, my dears, have an amazing day. I love you.